Lucy, I usually would start the show by saying good morning. Uh, but good mm. afternoon, everyone. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash Puts. My name is Graham Day. I'm joined by the man that we call Baby. How are you doing? Welcome into the channel. Uh, yeah, it's not good morning at all. It's good afternoon. Busy no. old morning for me and Bib this morning, though. We just spent like the last hour on a on a on a work call. So apologies for the late start, but but work is work. Anyone that has been around here understands that we have an exclusive subscriber remote that tells people that we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. So we go live at 10 a.m. Ish. It's now fucking massive today. Yeah, I think this is possibly the latest we started in a long time. Yesterday was like quarter to 12. Today, quarter past 12. Nice. Nice. But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, for those of you that are here on Twitch, no doubt a lot of you are out getting lunch or working or doing other bits because we, we are two hours late, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We understand, but you can watch up, uh, watch on demand, so it's fine. If you don't know who we are, my name is Graham Day. This is the man that we call Bibi. We are Ice Cream Uploads, and in true Ice Cream fashion, this is The Scoop, your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond. We're going to give you our thoughts and our impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. We want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. If you are live in the chats, and I say that because we go live on Twitch at 10am-ish, <laughs> uh, each and every single weekday on twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Uploads. If you are live in the chat, please do do get involved because we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video that goes on YouTube and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So lots of people watching and listening on demand. And, and that's pretty much kind of a given today because everyone's left two hours ago. But anyway, lots of people watching and listening on demand. So if you are in the chat, please do get involved on behalf of everyone else that watches and listens on demand later on. We're running out of days for reminders. So you'll get reminded today. And you'll get a reminder tomorrow. Uh, and, well, technically, you get a reminder on Monday because you'll, that'll, be, that'll be the final plug. But we are just a few days away from drawing our loot drop for the month. So the first Monday of the month um, is our loot drop. Um, and and that's, that's the Monday coming. So the Monday coming will be the first Monday that we uh, have in this month. And we will draw our loot drop. The loot drop, for those of you who don't know, is a subscriber-only giveaway. So if you're a subscriber on Ice Cream Uploads, and you're in our Discord, you get entered into our monthly giveaway. So a way that we give back to subscribers that help fund the channel. Anyway, this month's prize is a choice of three games, exclamation mark, loot drop. If anyone wants to type that in the chat, if you want any more information, that will give you the info. So make sure you do get involved. If you're, if you're watching on YouTube, just check, uh, check out our pinned tweet on Twitter. You'll see it there. It's in the pinned tweet. We are giving away a choice of three games. If you win it, you get to choose. And you don't even have to pay if you've got Twitch Prime. Just drop a Twitch Prime sub on the channel yourself into the giveaway nice get get the win don't even have to sub next month that's it but we're off and just disappear <laughs> into the sunset with your copy of super mario golf or whatever you choose to play that's fine um also a quick shout out to exclamation mark insert coin uh, in the chat we are part of the insert coin family the coin army we will be streaming mm -hmm. a few games on their channels over the next few months i say for over the next few months uh, right through until the end of the year. All of that has been mapped out, and I think maybe even into next year. So so make sure you check us out on Insert Coin. Um, official Insert Coin is their channel. Go drop them a follow. Nice. Who is with us, though, then? It's it's late, possibly the latest we start the show. Who is with us? Mr. Gagad is. He says, good afternoon, gents. Iceman says, tomorrow, 12.30. Kappa, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> even later. Maybe even later. You never know. <laughs> uh, Tito says, good evening. Good evening, sir. Enix, Arit, let's go. Uh, but yeah, let's jump into some news. That's what we're here for. So let's jump into some news. Before that, actually, you're late, babe. It's not 10 o'clock. Uh, afternoon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, you might. Have I, was, I was wondering where this was going. Then I, I had no idea. There was no conversation. There was no teeing up or anything. I was like, 
just tell the tale. I just, I just thought, I just thought, Bibby's a professional. He, he realizes that I'm just getting the scene ready, kind of thing. He's got to say something. <laughs> so he told me what time it was. Well, it, it, it was accurate. It was, it was a true fact, Graham. Well, there you go. It was fact. a true fact. That's all we're asking for on this, on this show of facts. So it fits in. Anyway, we are going to take you through four stories today. You might have seen the first one. EA is taking shots at Battlefield. Uh, at at Call of Duty, should I say, with Battlefield. <gasps> Shots fired banter. <laughs> Nintendo's E3 Direct has been confirmed. God of War Ragnarok has been delayed. We can tell you to when. Uh, and Days Gone developer, Bend Studios, is working on a brand new IP. We'll give you all the details on those stories, but we'll start off with this one first. Uh, EA has hired Call of Duty's general manager to lead the Battlefield franchise. Oof, what a poach. Tom Ivan at VGC says, uh, VGC says, Byron Bede spent over a decade at Activision Blizzard. Uh, so Electronic Arts has reportedly appointed Call of Duty's general manager to head up Battlefield, its in-house rival to Activision's military FPS franchise. According to IGN, Byron Bede has joined EA as Battlefield SVP and GM. EA said the move signals a strategic long-term commitment to the growth of the franchise. According to his LinkedIn profile, Bede, pictured in the article, was Marvel's director of global brand management prior to joining Activision Blizzard, where he's still listed as working in 2009. Bede held various roles at Activision, including executive vice president and general manager of Destiny, and most recently, the same position for the Call of Duty franchise. During his time overseeing Call of Duty, Activision launched free-to-play series uh, entries Call of Duty Mobile in November 2019 and Warzone in March 2020. The former has been downloaded. Uh, the former has been downloaded over 500 million times, and the latter has attracted over 100 million players. Bede will reportedly uh, directly. Would, will report directly to Respawn founder and DICE LA head Vince Zampella. EA confirmed on Tuesday that it will reveal the next Battlefield game on June the 9th, ahead of its release for consoles and PC this holiday season. A low-quality version of what is claimed to be a Battlefield trailer intended for internal use seemingly leaked in full last week, which I did cover. Um, and series creator DICE announced in April that it's also developing a standalone Battlefield mobile game for release in 2022. That's fine. We'll stop there. We'll stop there. But... Shots fired, Battlefield and EA poaching from Call of Duty. I mean, that's it. If there's a game that's nailing it right now in the FPS space, it's Call of Duty. Warzone has absolutely been setting the world on fire. Call of Duty Mobile, uh, Mobile, Mobile is killing <laughs> it, and uh, Byron Bede has been involved in both of those. So if there's someone that you want to poach, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's it's not a bad start. Is that a good move from EA? What are you thinking, Bib? Uh, yes, I do think it's a good move, but can lightning strike twice, Graham? The same person who's helped lead Call of Duty into world domination of the FPS franchise going to be able to do it again with Battlefield, and that's no disrespect to Battlefield. Battlefield is a fantastic franchise, and it has been for the longest time, but I think it has been in second place for such a long time now, probably since Battlefield 4. That was, I think, the last big one I think that people were super excited about, and Believe it or not, it's actually free to free. It's given away free if you are watching this on Twitch and you have a Twitch Prime. It is part of your Prime loot this month. Um, so go ahead and get that if you haven't already played it. It's a fantastic game. But the last big one, in my opinion, was Battlefield 4, and it's been in second place ever since. So if if you're trying to get someone to lead you in a new direction or a direction uh, to try and get that number one spot again, 
gentleman is probably a very surefire bet in trying to to trying to bridge the gap between them. Will it actually happen? It, this will not be an overnight success, by the way. This will not propel them into bigger and better things. It's going to take a while. Um, if you've got someone in this high position, you will need to speak to all the staff, probably change direction in the way that their socials was potentially going to... Uh, announce the new battlefield there's there could be so many other things at play here it isn't just one person who's just gonna click his fingers and then that's it that's everything's gonna be different we'll have to speak to each of uh, the marketing department maybe the developers maybe the people uh no, no pun intended but the boots on the ground <clears throat> we're trying to get this game out there in one way or another uh, the whole direction is going to change so whether or not that happens right away or it's going to take one or two years not entirely sure but again a massive massive step in the right direction for battlefield who i think i don't want to say this is going to be make or break for them but i feel like this has to this has to bang for them um it feels like it's been a long time since we've seen a battlefield game take the world by storm firestorm was a, a mockery of a battle royale um, didn't last very long, whereas Warzone's gone into bigger, better things. Mobile version of Call of Duty Warzone gone into bigger and better things. So, yeah, if they've got a mobile version of Battlefield coming out, like it's mentioned in the article, again, he's going to have a little inkling as to, as to what make that what makes that a good game. They've got a long way to go. Uh, Mr. Gary Clark, thank you for staying frosty. Perfectly timed. We're talking about Call of Duty and shots fired, and you hear the 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 illustrious sounds of Ghost from the. Uh, the COD franchise shouting, it's Dave Frosty, yeah, on the mic, as Gary subs for nine months in a row. That's that's his Twitch baby. We've had a baby. We've had a baby. Mr. Gallic Clark. And there we go. I spun in the chat with the Gallic Clark, just as I mentioned it. we got a <laughs> Twitch baby. Gary, thank you very much for the seven-month in a row, nine-month in total. So we appreciate you. Thank you very much. I also appreciate your yeah. help with my IKEA purchase yesterday. What a guy. What a guy. Give me the information. I mean, this this guy, three o'clock in the morning, sending me pictures of tabletops. That's, that's, that's the magic. That's the magic. <laughs> so there you go. Um... Shaggy's in the chat. Uh, Bibby's shirt is effing mint, by the way, says Gary. And as, uh, as him, where's it gone? It scrolled off. Says that that T-shirt, Bibby, chef kiss. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, I'm... I say you've got a lot more of these babies. Uh, as long as the weather stays nice outside, you're going to continue to see. That. I've got a lot to go through. So keep your eyes open. Once again, disappointed. Two days in a row wearing a PUBG T-shirt and nobody cares. Nobody cares. I, I have my PUBG <laughs> Dineland T-shirt. I've got my plain grey. So maybe that's the issue. The fact that it's just plain grey and it's got a little little pan on the sleeve. This one I was actually given uh, from PUBG slash Sega uh, because me and Bibby took part in the Chicken for Charity. Was it this year or last year? When was it? I can't remember now. Was it last year? It was year? last year. It might have been the year before. I know it was last year because it was... Um, when we were in the office, because we got stuff sent to the office, it was like September, October last year-ish. Yeah, oh yeah. So, so yeah, I got this T-shirt from PUBG Corp for taking part in Chicken for Charity, so there you go. Nice, but nobody cares about that, because people has got flowers, yeah, whatever. I'm not even jealous or anything, whatever you screw you, whatever you mean. Uh, anyway, um, happy PUBG Patch Day, by the way. Thank you very much. Happy PUBG Patch Day. Um, back into the news. Battlefield versus COD. Shots fired. If you are just dropping in, Byron Bede, who uh, Mr. T says, where's it, where's it gone? Uh, sounds like a porn star name. It does. It does. Um, <laughs> Tito says, Cod Boss Box. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you fucking uh, nailed that one, didn't you? I mean, it's, it's, it's Cod just doesn't have the sound in it. That's the issue. It's the X Boss. Oh, fuck, fucked it up as well. X Box yeah. Boss. It's the, uh, the k -s -k -s -k -s stuff. That's the tongue twister. So, Cod Boss is, is fine. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, if you if you missed it, Byron Bede, 
was the GM at, at Call of Duty. So he oversaw the likes of COD Warzone and COD Mobile and the last few years of COD. Um, and before that, he worked at Marvel. Uh, and if I don't know what his position was at that, but let's say he was involved in the films. So if that is the case, this guy has worked on possibly the most, um, maybe not the most, someone someone would probably come with some sort of left field example. What's the word I'm looking for? I was going to say the most intricate uh, cinematic series that has films from different areas, different times, different actors, different stories that all overlap and interweave. Someone's probably going to go, actually, you've not seen the Dreamweaver series that's got 17 films, actually, or whatever. Okay, maybe there's something else. But from blockbuster levels, uh, which is what we're talking about here, both in films and video game, if this guy was involved in any way, shape, or form with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, delivering consistent content that gets better and keeps users hooked then switching over to video games and absolutely deploying that in his time call of duty went from being episodic one year boom one year boom one year boom a little bit of this a little bit of that and a little bit of the other one we'll get a game from activision we'll get a game from an uh, infinity ward we'll get one from sledgehammer and we'll get one from treyarch and it'll all mix up one 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 that's it they've gone to still having that but giving us something that maintains that linchpin, that anchor in the middle in Warzone that keeps people hooked. Um, so, I mean, people mentioned, can he do it again? Uh, not that he's single-handedly delivered that on Warzone mm -hmm. and not that he's single-handedly delivered the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but he at least has overseen or been involved in that so maybe you can't do the same thing again but that is an overwhelming uh, amount of experience that battlefield needs because we can all talk about amazing periods in battlefield's history games or just instances within games or periods where it's been exceptional but can anyone think of battlefield in their mind in a way where it's always there so the marvel cinematic universe yes i know it's not always there but but you get three months ish until the next film comes out six months ish but then there's trailers and there's content and there's interviews and then there's the video release or it comes to tv and there's always something moving it forward same thing with warzone now always something battlefield has been very staccato stop start what a word i'm taking that word yeah. for the day staccato staccato mm -hmm. uh, stop start stop start stop start so if he comes in and he can bring in that consistency that high level blockbuster because battlefield is blockbuster there's no no escaping that yeah it's just staccato it stops and starts and if he can bring in that consistency then that would be an absolutely huge huge acquisition uh, agreed i agree um he made the tea and hand out the custard creams at marvel maybe he did maybe he did but he did that with consistency god damn it yeah it's an important job. It's an important role in a company, that. Absolutely is. I mean, you've got, you've got to keep people beveraged. I mean, hydration mm -hmm. is not something to be mocked. I mean, that's why Twitch channels always have a take a drink sort of things in the chat with the channel points because it's it's important. You've got to keep it up. Uh, seems like all the brands he's managed, uh, he's good at keeping them at the forefront of people's minds. And that's it. I mean, that's what Battlefield needs. It, if I said to you, um, um, Battle, I said, uh, yeah, actually, I'm talking about it. Look at my pad. There you go. Battlefield 3. That's the pad that I'm writing in. So Battlefield, um, if I said to you, do you enjoy that game? Some people will say no, but a lot of people that are into FPSs will be like, okay, Battlefield, when it's good, is exceptionally good. And that's it. It's, it's that when it's good, I, I enjoyed 
it more often than not when you're talking about battlefield you're talking about enjoyed past tense because it's not right now yeah don't get me wrong when it comes out it's right now but then that stops and then you have a long period of time until the next one comes along so this guy if he can do that if he can uh, posture check okay so if he can if he can propel the game to being in your mind for a longer period of time uh then that's exactly what battlefield need and that's not just a case of oh look at this it's relevant again yeah make it relevant no if he actually makes it relevant rather than wills it to be well uh, relevant and talks it into relevance say okay that's just marketing but if they can if he can bring product insights and knowledge i mean look at look at the it's easy to, to point the finger and go, oh, it's another battle royale, great. But look at how well Warzone has done for Call of Duty. It's great gameplay, fine. Yeah. It's battle royale, which is easy dropping and viewer friendly, fine. But loads of battle royales have been and gone and failed. They've done that with content with a good money opt-in plan so you can spend money but you don't have to spend money and if you do spend money you get good content back for it not pajama parties fuck that shit um but you get john mcclain you get rambo and stuff now uh and and they've, they've done it in a, in a really good way that's not too you have to spend money um only because there's no hydrate alcohol. i appreciate <laughs> excuse me i appreciate it i'll put a hydrate one on and then just just link it to alcohol for Bibi. Bibi, yeah. down, down a Cronenberg, 1664, hey, boom. <laughs> Bibi's dead. Fine by me. In 10 minutes' time, you might see me like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I can do that. We'll, we'll get it set up. We'll get it set up. But uh, yeah, big move. I, I, I see this. I can't see, I can't see any negatives for EA on this because Battlefield is an exceptional game. Was, has been an exceptional mm-hmm. game and it should be an exceptional game it has to change though like having those good experiences that that are nice and then drop off that's not the world that we play games in anymore people want yeah. a level of consistency and continuity I'm not saying that it should be an always online mmorpg battlefield is not that but it does need to modernize if it wants to still be battlefield in 10 years time and by bringing someone that's overseen the best in the biz right now then that's good it's a good chat it's a good chat uh, anyway, talking about best in the biz. What the fuck? <laughs> why, does, why does chat just say fuck? <laughs> did you do that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, there will be. Uh, uh, we'll be turning that into a meme now, baby. Oh, there we go. I was like, <laughs> I was like, why? I thought genuinely someone had hacked us. Why is why is chat <laughs> just ta- just typing fuck? <laughs> Well, then the Discord link fucked up comes up afterwards, so... Yeah, there you go. Make the rules. Discord.gg forward slash fucked I mean, the day when we become Discord partners and verified and stuff like that will be heartbreaking because we will lose Discord.gg slash fucked and just get ICU or whatever. Uh, <laughs> heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Um, anyway, let's move ahead. So, as mentioned, talking about the best in the biz right now, I mean, some people might not be interested in Nintendo, but you would be hard pushed to find a good reason to say they are not the best in the biz right now. And that, I mean, obviously 2021 has been their year. 2020 was their year. Um, Obviously you can argue, fine, fine. But 2021 and maybe 2022 could also be their year as well as Nintendo's E3 Direct is confirmed for June the 15th. Uh, Andy Robinson at VGC has this article and it says that 40 minutes of info promised focuses on Switch games, mostly releasing this year. Uh, Nintendo has confirmed its E3 Nintendo Direct will take place on Tuesday, June 15th. The 40 minute live stream will start at 6 p.m cest which i believe 
It's 5 p.m. for us. Uh, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Jude Cuss, thank you very much for the follow. Good morning, afternoon even. Welcome into the stream. We started later <laughs> than usual. It's fine. Keep going. Um, so the stream will start at 6 p.m. CEST, which I believe is 5 p.m. BST, and focuses on Nintendo Switch software mostly releasing this year, the company said. Immediately after the Nintendo Direct, the company will stream roughly three hours of deep dives on gameplay for a handful of Switch games, including uh, in Nintendo Treehouse Live. According to a Bloomberg report published last week, Nintendo is planning to announce new Switch hardware ahead of the main E3 show, which takes place from June the 12th to the June uh, to June the 15th, uh, giving developers room to showcase games for the system at the all-digital show. So far, the company has only two uh, 2021 non-Pokemon first party releases publicly announced mario golf super rush which we're giving away exclamation mark loot drop by the way and the legend of zelda skyward sword hd uh, which are both planned for release in june uh the pokemon company do you know what we can stop there we don't need to go about the pokemon company and stuff we've done all of that stuff before let's stick with the project at hand nintendo e3 2021 has been confirmed tuesday 15th of june um 5 p.m ish i believe uk time bib thoughts we're covering this aren't we yes thanks yes, for, for that yes i can't wait to see more of mario golf um i can't wait to see what I, the 40 minutes is a long time um so hopefully we'll get to see quite a lot of what's going to be coming i imagine we're going to see more splatoon and shit like that as well which i have zero interest in but yeah i, I it's going to be mad. 40 minutes. I hope it's not. Mm. Do you think that we're going to see some Pokemon stuff in this? Or will you? do you think that they're actually going to save the Pokemon stuff for a Pokemon Direct? Um, I think we could see Pokemon stuff. <clears throat> Would this be an E3 Direct? So it's not Nintendo um, Treehouse that's themed for something specific. It's just called Nintendo E3 2021. I feel like we could get a bit of everything. This is this is the one yeah. where the world looks. I mean, don't get me wrong. The world looks at all the Nintendo ones anyway because there's been nothing else to look at for the past 24 months. But still, this is the one where the, where the, the non-games media looks. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we get some Pokemon stuff in there. If we get... Obviously, we're going to have Mario bits in there with Mario um, Golf. Do we see extra Mario content in there? Maybe. We'll, we'll definitely have the, the Zelda yeah. stuff. I do think... The interesting thing, though, for me... <clears throat> is uh, the rumours that we had last week. So according to a Bloomberg report published last week, Nintendo is planning to announce a new Switch hardware ahead of the main E3 show, which takes place from June the 12th to the June the 15th. So if that's going to happen before the E3 show, which takes place until June the 15th, and the Nintendo Direct is taking place on June the 15th, that means we mm -hmm. are having something, we're having two bits. Do we think that's the case now? That's the thing I'm not sure of because if it comes before the show, that makes sense because yeah. if I'm Ubisoft and I've got a new Rab Rayman Rabbids game kind of thing coming out on the Switch, um, I don't know why when I say Ubisoft and Switch, I instantly go to Rabbids, but there you go. Um, so, so if I'm Ubisoft and I've got a new Rabbids game coming for the Switch, I want to talk about that at E3 and Ubisoft their conference is on Saturday, the 12th. So if the Switch Pro hasn't been announced and that's what they're developing mm -hmm. it for, they can't talk about that yet. So so do we, are we going to, this either means we see something before E3 and we get to see the Switch Pro. Um, more details on the 15th um, and then we get some games trickled out that Nintendo reaffirm on the 15th 
or we get nothing before nobody mentions any Switch Pro games in any of their conferences, and then Nintendo talks about it after everyone else. Which one do you mm-hmm. think it is? Which one? Which one would you prefer it to be? I, I, mm, I don't know because do you think they could give it away too soon? Um, I don't know. I mean, if I, I would like to surely, see it... you, surely you talk about your console first, and then what games could be coming afterwards. Surely that's the most logical way of doing it. Yeah, I mean, it depends on they. They could do a, a, a reveal uh, and just give. The, the basics, brand new Switch Pro, 7-inch screen, 4K this, that and the other. More details coming on our Direct on June the 15th. Stay tuned for more video game announcements in the meantime. So as long as you say what it mm. is roughly, they could do that before. It's just whether they do. Um, because yeah. that that's almost like, that's the Steve Jobs. <laughs> and what's this in my pocket? It's the actual iPhone I've been talking about. <laughs> Whipping it out that's in front it. of people. Like, but if you've done that before I the show... I feel like it needs to be, yeah. Mm. It needs to be a grand stage stuff, don't it? It needs to be. Like, imagine if they just turn the t- turn the tables on this, and the forty minutes was literally them just talking about the Switch Pro, and they go, "Oh my God, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild 2 running on the new Switch Pro." Boof, lights go dark, comes up on the screen, and then it just looks obviously as good as you want it to look on a on a, on a Switch Pro. And then they've got oh, a, a a brand new Mario game coming out, blur, and then it's fucking great and then splatoon 2 comes on and then it's because of the the, the art style it looks great it moves a lot better 60 fps blah, blah, blah. all of this stuff should come after the console's been announced rather than the other way around but it's uh, nintendo are a funny bunch um yeah. you actually can't call it. it's like a it's like a pep guardiola formation you never know what the <laughs> fuck you're gonna get it's a lucky dip i mean we're um, absolutely getting a defensive midfielder absolutely getting a defensive <laughs> midfielder absolutely getting a defensive okay the big stage <gasps> what the fuck's the defensive midfielder <laughs> <laughs> yeah you expect Rodri off Hernandinho, and you get fuck all in return apart from a massive gap in your midfield but anyway um yeah it's they're a funny bunch and you genuinely don't know what you're going to get. But for me, what makes sense probably isn't going to what's happened there. For me, it should be the console linking in with the new games. And that's what the 40 minutes should be like spend 15 minutes talking about the console or what it's capable of. And then you see the games. That'll be fantastic. That is, is the conference that I think people will want. I can't see it happening though. <laughs> I mean, it, it does. If, if it, if it, it, if it works that way, then we will not see rabbits in the ubisoft conference we will not see a microsoft announcement working game pass on the the new switch pro in yeah. in their conference because the, the pro won't be announced until june the 15th by that point we've had ubisoft forward we've had the xbox and bethesda showcase so there's there's not going to be any bethesda content coming to the switch pro or anything in that sort of period they might mm-hmm. get switch stuff but not pro stuff unless we get ubisoft apologies to keep saying rabbits i'm gonna stick with it now though but ubisoft announced the new rabbit game coming to the switch and they just leave it at that maybe then on the 15th that's when nintendo go and we'd like to welcome out uh eve gilmore from ubisoft uh, to talk about the new rabbits game that's coming to the switch which is also enhanced for the switch pro maybe we get that sort of stuff we could do we could yeah. do either way there's a lot of potential for how this could go 
but it seems like we've got potential for a good E3. I mean, overall, let, let alone just for Nintendo. You've got E3 good overall, but for Nintendo, we've got the potential conversations for um, new Splatoons, some Mario content. Obviously, we'll see some Mario uh, Golf stuff. Do we see any additional Mario games? Some Zelda stuff, Can't which the that. world will be crying out for. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, what else? What would you guys like to see in the Nintendo conference? Golden Goose, good morning, mm. says, announce the herbs, Sims in the City 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I would, I was just about to say then, like, is there a, is there a Mario game, a really obvious Mario game, that hasn't been remastered yet? Like, I know, uh, Mar was Mario sixty four? Was that part of the new Mario collection, the Mario trilogy that you could have got? I, I genuinely can't remember, but I feel like there's a there's a Mario game that we're completely missing that hasn't been redone yet. Like, they're going to make a new Super Mario Brothers World. Like, that'll be pretty cool now, just to go back to that kind of thing. Um, uh, no Mario says, game no. was remastered. Yeah, there you go. So, mm, I mean, maybe, 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 they, maybe there's a reason for that. Maybe they're never going to remaster them anyway, just so they can keep repeddling them potentially. Hmm. Um, a direct that I won't be watching because I'm on holiday and likely won't have a decent internet connection. Says Iceman. Don't worry, we'll 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 put it on YouTube so you can watch it back on demand. Got you. Mm -hmm. We got you. Uh, despite the heavy implication that it is a general direct for 2021 releases, you'll get those who will mourn that there wasn't enough on Legends Arceus. I mean, that is the thing with Nintendo uh, directs. Whilst the Nintendo community is 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 a really nice, friendly family community, they are very, very negative towards any Nintendo direct. Whatever Nintendo direct it is, it's not the right one. That's Pokemon. It didn't mention. Uh, Legend of Zelda. It was Pokemon. It was a Pokemon Direct. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, but it still didn't mention Legend of Zelda. Fuck's sake. Okay, it's it's a general Nintendo Direct. There wasn't enough of this one specific title because it was general. So, yeah, whatever it is, it's going to be wrong. It's going to be wrong. Um, yeah, it is in the collection, but it's the same game. Galaxy 2 wasn't included, weirdly. Hmm. Maybe maybe we actually see a new Mario Kart game because we've had the same one for 20,000 years now. It's like, it's like GTA 5. <laughs> Just, just the game just keeps on coming. Maybe, um, mm. uh, getting ready to re-release it with zero upgrades. Well, yeah, there you go. Uh, that's a Nintendo thing. Make, make the money without doing the work. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Asim says, "Give me F zero, please. I'd take an F zero. I'd take an F zero. I mean, I'm not. I won't play it much. I would play it and go, oh, nice nostalgia, and then I put it down because racing games just don't do it for me anymore. But spend many." Many days playing F Zero. Uh, Gary says, "I want a new 3D Mario Odyssey." Was incredible. Um, Iceman says, "It's indie, but but where's Mario Zelda slash Pokemon?" Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's it. It's it's indie, which tells you specifically that it's not the big titles, but people people don't read, people don't understand. I mean, it is interesting though because we've we've tried to. Tried to build excitement whilst simultaneously tempering expectations for the last few directs because they have been indie direct, they have been Pokemon direct or whatever. Now we just have E3 2021. Mm. The potential for that is pretty exciting. We haven't had something that's been that big. I mean, it's 40 minutes as well. There's a lot of potential for content. There's a lot of potential for, for disappointment and rambling as well, but still, it could be good. It could be good. We will let you know whichever way it goes. We'll do, we'll cover it live. Don't worry. We got you. Um, we don't know if Switch Pro will be brand new upgraded hardware or just slightly updated Switch. Hope it's the first option, uh, like the new 3DS. Uh, where was the other one? Someone said, I think Gary says, uh, uh, imagine if Nint Nintendo trolled us with a Switch Lite 
like <laughs> imagine if that's what it was. <laughs> oh, no. It's in the shape of a 3DS. I mean, collapsible screen. Yeah, you've, you've got the Switch Lite that we had before, but now you can take the uh, the Joy Cons off, so it's a thin Switch. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Um, I always look at directs with interest and never moan about them, mainly because the Switch is the first Nintendo home console I've had since the Snares. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not heavily invested in my Switch, so I I just look at the at Nintendo directs as oh, this is nice, <laughs> which which is yeah. probably a bit of a shitty comment really it doesn't it doesn't tend to move the needle for me either way i don't get disappointed because i wasn't particularly expecting but because because i'm not expecting it doesn't particularly excite me either so yeah i'm kind of <laughs> what's everyone's expectations though that's something that i don't i don't genuinely know because like us like when me and you are covering it i, I think i would like to think that our expectations are <laughs> It's essentially mine are usually nothing i'm just happy to be i'm just excited to see what happens i'm not expecting the world i'm not expecting it to be a full-on masterpiece do you know what i mean like it's hitting everybody at every single note but i'm just generally what's everyone's expectations like is there are you going to be bitterly disappointed if a certain game doesn't get shown uh, is are you expecting something to be definitively there? And if it's not shown for longer than two minutes, is that the worst show ever? I think because there's been shows that we've covered, and I've actually really enjoyed the show. Where then you go on social media and people are fucking yeah. irritated and they're fuming that something didn't get announced. It's kind of like, but the show was good. Like I, if you if, if if your expectation is just on one thing, I think me and you were kind of uh, aligned with a lot of people in the chat in that respect. In the fact that we are here for the for the for the celebration not just the games so we enjoy mm. the conferences and the like the halo one um we watched and it was like that's a decent enough show but people just focused on the fact that yes halo didn't look good enough even jordan was saying mm. it when it, when we were on watching that that um, halo infant announce but it was still a good show but people don't see that people sadly in video games are are, are the best way to get traction around these live watch-alongs because everyone's doing the live watch-alongs now is mm -hmm. to start to stir up some controversy oh that's what people go what what did i miss and that's it people go for it but if you go that was pretty cool everyone else that's going yeah that was pretty cool i know it's cool so i saw it so the, the way to get clicks is to be negative as shit so we we tend to watch it and enjoy the experience yeah fair enough it might be a case of there's not many games in there that i'd play like even the playstation one last summer the state of play and there was like oh, what 15 20 titles announced and mm -hmm. we were like okay that was a really good show probably only three games are going to play but it could still be a good show even though the content doesn't resonate with you but that's that's just what we get here that's what we get remember graham uh, we was there when craig became the meme exactly exactly well, that, <laughs> yeah. that's the point though we still enjoyed the show but people are, are quite akin to just jumping on the memes now uh because yeah. because memes is content and content is clicks and clicks is king whereas we mm. are about better quality content so we're better than everyone else on the internet, basically, is what I'm saying. Facts, pen drop. Yeah. I mean, Iceman makes some very good very good points. He says they could fuck off if they think they're doing the same BS with the games that they did with the new 3DS. That will be the same. Uh, that will be some top tier BS. And also, if I have to buy the new Switch to play, for example, the new Breath of the Wild 2, then they can fuck right off. <laughs> I mean, is that's I know this is completely irrelevant, but it's something that I seen yesterday, and it's probably something that we'll move on to when we go when we get into the the PlayStation story, but. There is no way that anyone seriously thought that the like the Gran Turismo 7 was only going to be a next-gen console. 
Like that would be, we've said it many times on this show that that would be you're missing out on 120 million consoles. Like this was these games for the next two years are going to be coming out on both consoles. There's no way that they're going to miss 120 million potential sales of these games. So I imagine Breath of the Wild 2 would it has to come out on the uh, on the normal Switch. It can't just be a pro exclusive. There is no way. The thing is, like, genuinely no like way. how long it took Nintendo to get an install base for the Switch as well. And not that it was the longest thing ever, but it was, it was definitely a slow start, and then it boomed. You couldn't get Switch for them anyway. They yeah. wouldn't want that risk again with, a, okay, we've just taken over the world. Let's fuck it off. And it's like, no, it's like you've, you've got the world. Use it. So, yeah, it, it, I can't see that. I can't see that. I can't see that. Um, yeah. I mean, the Switch is four years old. No, five years old now. And the, 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 the world went crazy for Animal Crossing during COVID last year. And that's where the... Hey, who'd have thought four years after the fact that you'd have a drought on, con, on, a, con, on a particular console considering it had been out for four years prior. So, yeah, I agree. Like, there's no way. There's no way that... This isn't going to come out or any of the games in the next two years, at least three, even with the Switch Pro coming out, it may just be a lot more playable and maybe the enhanced the, the, for like Xbox doing, Series yeah. X or whatever, yeah. that sort of stuff. Enhanced for Switch Pro or whatever it's going to be. Or the Switch Lite <laughs> Mini Slim, as Tito says. Exactly. Switch Lite Mini Slim. Just like <laughs> like one of those Nintendo, what they call Play and Goes or whatever they're called. The little, <laughs> little, I can't remember what it's called now. Anyway, you know what I mean. Anyway. Jordan, his predictions might be reaching a little bit. Pokemon, Metroid, New Mario, and Mario Kart, and a Switch Pro in one conference. If they did that, <laughs> they would win E3, which is a phrase I don't like, but they absolutely would do. At least, at least yeah, from Nintendo fans. I mean, they wouldn't really speak to me that much, but but yeah, 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 we'll take that. Just my guess. That list. would be amazing. Never going to happen. <laughs> no, Never. imagine. That seems probably <laughs> probably closer to home, though. Probably another twenty-five million characters for Smash Brothers, potentially, potentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tito says Nintendo are a brand I've never been engaged with never got into their games or consoles can't explain why they were like my first console accidentally I wanted a Sega Mega Drive and my dad bought me a NES which was fun I mean it wasn't fun it was gutting but but, um, I mean I'd played other bits before I played Ataris and I played Commodores and, and stuff that like uncles and aunties and stuff had owned but my first was a nez then i went to a snes and then i've um i've had a 64 i think we've actually got one in the loft but i was off of after the snes i I went away from nintendo i didn't really didn't really Mm. go back and it's kind of been the same since like i wanted the the i don't know i don't want to use the word mature or whatever but i wanted the 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 non-family friendly sort of games i wanted violence and football and sports and, and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, what would have been traditionally the boys' games, which obviously they're not boys' mm. games, but but that sort of route is where I went down, which is why I kind of went away from Nintendo, which is why I'm open to them, but they don't necessarily uh, command my attention to begin with. Um, uh, with Nintendo, I've never really got expectations as you either get everything or they announce a new color switch in a partnership with McDonald's. <laughs> touche um uh of course they will do that source have already said it's a pro model um yeah i i i doubt it'd be like some new ish stuff but then again sources have been wrong in the past so we will see we will see uh i think expectations should be tempered especially given covid times i get the excitement hype and expectation slash once but genuinely this last year has also has probably pushed plans of most devs slash pubs back a bit yeah that's true that's true um 
That said, the PS, uh, the PS4 Pro, the Switch Pro announcement on its own could be enough to make the show exciting mm-hmm. to that level, let alone if there is any games to throw in with that. So I think it could still be a massively exciting show. Maybe not to the level of, of Jordan's meme list of all of the games, but but it could still be exciting either way. Um, no games will be pro exclusive. They know that would be a disaster if they did that. Exactly. Wes says, Nez for the win, much better than Sega. I wanted a Sega Mega Drive. I was at my cousin's house playing his Sega Mega Drive. I asked my dad for a Sega Mega Drive for Christmas. This was when the Sega Mega Drive and the SNES had come out, and I got a NES. I was gutted. I mean, it was good because <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to go back and play... I got to go back and play Duck Hunt and things with David, uh, but... Um, my mate was like, "Oh, I've got, I've got Street Fighter. If you want to borrow it, it works on your on your console." I was like, "Yeah." And then he came around with a SNES cartridge, which absolutely does not work on a NES console. Gutted, gutted. So, and I was massively in Street Fighter back then. So, <laughs> yeah, fun times. Nice, nice. Cheers, Dad. Cheers, Dad. Sorry, right. didn't take it personally. <laughs> anyway, moving ahead. <laughs> Matt Wales at Eurogamer says, "God of War Ragnarok delayed into next year. Now confirmed for release on PS4, which is kind of what Bibi was uh, talking about before." And Gran Turismo 7 is coming to PS4 too. This is bullshit. Why the fuck are they releasing games for more people to be able to play and for them to earn more profit? Not interested. <laughs> I, I have a PS5. So fuck everyone else and their profits and their wants and their needs. Sit, conversation done. Don't even need to speak about that article anymore. Okay. Now that's that <laughs> is the opinion of the internet whoppers. Uh, let's jump back into the article and finish it off though. Once again, Matt Wales at Eurogamer says, God of War Ragnarok, which originally announced as a PS5 release in 2021, has been delayed into next year and will now also launch on the PS4. Confirming the news on Twitter, developer Sony Santa Monica Studio explained it had made the decision to push God of War Ragnarok's release back into 2022 in order to maintain the safety and well-being of its team. little... Round of applause there, nice. Uh, Since the release of the next God of War teaser last year, the full statement reads, we've been humbled by the amount of love our community has shown us. We're incredibly grateful uh, to see so many people ex excited to experience the next chapter of Kratos and Atreus' journey. We remain focused on delivering... Let me hit play, on, play, hit play on the teaser. We remain focused on delivering a top-quality game while maintaining the safety and well-being of our team, creative partners, and families, the developer continues. With this in mind, we've made the decision to shift out release window our release window to 2022 <laughs> in addition to god of war ragnarok's revised date sony has confirmed the game will be a cross-gen title as will eagerly awaited ps5 racing sim gran turismo 7 and will be making its way to ps4 alongside the previously announced ps5 version herman holst head of playstation studios shared the news as part of an interview on the playstation blog Quote, where it makes sense to develop a title for both PS4 and PS5 for Horizon Forbidden West at the next God of War, Gran Turismo 7, we'll continue looking at that, he explained. And if PS4 owners want to play the game, then they can. If they want to go uh, go on and play the PS5 version, that game will be there for them. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is the second of Sony's big first-party 2021 releases to be pushed back into next year. A delay for Gran Turismo 7, blamed on COVID-related production challenges, was announced in February. According to Holst, it's currently unclear if Horizon Forbidden West will meet a similar fate. For Horizon, he revealed, we think we're on track to release this holiday season, but that isn't quite certain yet, and we're working as hard as we can to confirm that to you as soon as we can. So there you go. Absolute lettuces mm. of the world with their PS4s, making it bad for all of us PS5 people. <laughs> nah, not bad news at all. Uh, if, if, if you don't know what I'm on about, 
Basically, games that are supposed to be exclusive for PS5s, the developers realise, actually, we can make this available on the PS4 as well, which then makes people think that game is now shit because it's a last-gen game playing on next-gen consoles, which is not the case, but there you go. Anyway, uh, what we do know is that next-gen game is going to be available on last-gen 2, as is GT7. Grand, uh, Gran Turismo 7, God of War, Ragnarok, both delayed, both coming out next year, and both on the PS4 as well as the PS5. Bib, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's it's, it's it, it, for me, it just sounds like willy-waving. It is, I've got a PlayStation 5, give me everything that I want. You are going to get that, pal. You're going to get that. It's just that they're going to make another version of the game that may not have the the power of the SSD on the graphics card or the CPU and everything else that you've got on your PlayStation 5. Just so more people can play it on the last-gen console. They're, they are not going to make your game any worse. And I think it's all people are just hanging on every word that Jim Ryan obviously stated when he's talking about next-gen consoles. Just, you'll be fine. <laughs> you are going to be able to play these games. Why would you not want anybody else to play these games just because you've got a PlayStation 5 or, yeah, you've got a PlayStation 5, it's fine. I was going to mention the Xbox then, but obviously they do the backwards compatible and all the other shit that goes along with it, the technical advances. But Horizon Forbidden West, God of War and Gran Turismo 7, those are massive games. Like Gran Turismo series has been going since the dawn of time. Like Horizon, now going to be a franchise, is one of the biggest franchises that's come out of the PlayStation 4. You got God of War, probably one of the best games of the PlayStation 4 generation. You you get sequels to both of those games. What makes you think that just because you have a PlayStation 5, you're the only person that's entitled to have these games? They're going to be making two versions of these games. They're going to make your PlayStation 5 one with all the bells and whistles. They're just going to make it playable on the PlayStation 4. It's exactly the same as what you'd expect from the Nintendo Switch Pro when that eventually comes out. They're going to make the game all bells and whistles, fully immersed and 60 frames and whatever the fuck on your brand spanky new console, but they're just going to make it playable for everybody else. And I genuinely don't understand why people would not want that. But again, it just comes down to Willie Waving and I've got a PlayStation 5, you don't, therefore I should get the best of the best of the best and you just have to suffer until you get a PlayStation 5. It fucking blows my mind. And I, I, I've got a PS5, I that. should get the best of the best and <clears> you should just get nothing because you all you do is get in the way of me and my superior stuff. So just stop existing until you are the same as me, please. Thank you. Oh, you pay the 850 quid off a scalper. Yeah. Like, you go out of your way to be able to go and pay them. Graham will sort you out. You'll be able to get another couple for you. And ask him as well. I've seen him trying to flog one for, if or not, cost price of how much he paid for it and absolute, then still got ripped to fuck for it. But Absolute whopper. You know I mean? He's an absolute whopper, to be fair, Mr. T. Absolute amateur skills. I mean, I make... Cash. I I make bank when I sell my playstations. I sold and I got a profit of one pence the other day. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. making the paper. It, it baffles me. Actually, making the paper. Make, making been... the coin. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> making making the penny. <laughs> well, it's like it's just at the end of the day, it's business. There's 120 million PlayStation Fours out there. Why would they alienate that market? I still have my play. Well, I don't at the moment because it's at Walker's. Like, he doesn't have a console. I've let him a PS4. We played PGA together. But I've got a PlayStation 5. I have both consoles. If I really wanted to, I could take that back from him and play whatever game is going to be coming out of the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 if I really wanted to. But why would I, why would I want other people to not have the opportunity to play the games? Like, it's a simple just... reason. Because you're a twat. Yeah. That's the factual yeah. term. It, you would want that because you're a twat. There you go. 
Mm. The head. That's it. Done. Nice. Uh, jump it in the chat. That's the title for the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. You are you a twat? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Think the emoji. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> mm. Uh, okay. West says Nez for the win. Much better than Sega. Uh, Asim says that famous Sega does what Nintendo don't line. Uh, he hated it that much that he completed Super, Super Mario Brothers. I mean, I wasn't going to play the games. That uh, yeah, it's not like I was going to go. Nope, it's my Christmas present. I'm not going to play it because it's not the one I want. I kind of had to do what I had to do. But we eventually got a snares. We got one eventually. Um, uh, yellow pages for the for the win. Uh, this also doesn't make the PS5 less desirable, as 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 I've seen some say. It's there for those that who want to play these games at the best resolution and frame rate. Should they have the means and wants to do so, it's like saying, why would you want the latest graphical card in your CPU in your PC? Uh, you can just play games on your old hardware. Well, because I want to play them at the best performance levels. Exactly, and that's the thing. There's 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 this sort of elitism that comes with consoles that the PC players obviously have grown up with like we're talking uh, playstations i mean playstation kind of didn't help themselves by starting the narrative of we believe in generations and then realizing that that's quite a good soundbite but in practice it's impractical for you and it's impractical for users and it becomes even more impractical for everyone in a world of pandemic times so yeah okay that's that's a little bit shit so they didn't help themselves so it's, it's fair to say that playstation stoked the fires a little bit that said stoking the fires still doesn't give you a free pass to be a twat you are still a twat if you believe <laughs> in that sort of stuff so there are twats and playstation made verbal mistakes in their generation stuff i do believe i, I was i was i was ex i was excited by the playstations um we believe in generations thing because that when you take it at base level is we are going to give you content that uses everything in the next generation that's what you want the generation for um okay nice okay i'll take that but i also i'm going to shut my window because i don't know if you can hear that the uh, lawnmower's outside nice yeah it sounds like someone's blending a knife <laughs> <laughs> i've no idea what that is <laughs> lawnmower there you go um so yeah, so I, I like the generational statement from Sony because that says we want to give you content that you've never had before, which is not a bad thing. But I also like Xboxes. Well, everyone should be able to play. So it's, it's getting the balance between the two. None of them are right and none of them are wrong. So if PlayStation wants to give you generational games, like Ratchet and Clank, but wants to give everyone the ability to play when possible like God of War Ragnarok, nothing wrong with either of those options. Just just play what you can play. If it's if Ratchet and Clank is only available to the next gen because of hardware limitations, well, that's unfortunate for the people on PS4, but it was never going to be possible. You've not missed out. You were never going to get it. If God of War Ragnarok could be on the PS4 and they just didn't do it just because, then that's a shitty move, and that feeds the twats. So, yeah. Um, Horizon Forbidden Mess sounds like a fun title. I did think I said that. I, I, I cocked up when I said it anyway. Horizon Forbidden Mess. There you go. <laughs> nice. Uh, PS4 market uh, still big due to no one can get hands on a PS5. And that's it. I mean, let's forget the users as well. Business sense, as Bibby's mentioned as well. Um, oh, there you go. Mr. T's mentioned it. I don't even need to say it. As Bibby said earlier, it would be stupid for them not to release games for an audience for 100 million. PS5-wise, you'll still get them playing games and looking best on that console. Win-win. 
for sure. Uh, Asim is the hero we need, but not the hero we deserve, says Tito. Uh, some dude did off me £700 in, uh, for it in my DMs. I could have made bank. Stupid me. Did he really? Well, well. Uh, anyway, th th that extra 200 quid trainers that you posted on uh, Instagram the other day, they were pretty tasty. Nice. I see what you did there. <laughs> Um, back to that Sega line who'd have thought that would stretch to the concept of making consoles uh, down the line uh, well there you go <laughs> um, my only concern with developing for previous gen consoles is are they developing separate iterations that make the most of the hardware on offer or are they doing a single vision, uh, version with added texture packs for new hardware given that consoles are developed for many years after they stop selling I'm not sure we ever really see uh, really true next gen this is where Xbox have nailed it their hardware can accelerate games up to next gen without developer intervention uh, that's class sorry for the essay <laughs> god damn it i'm not you know it's yeah. so long i'm not even gonna we run out of time to respond to that comment tito so sorry <laughs> now what your thoughts maybe you're gonna... i think they'll work from the top down won't they yeah they'll work they'll, they'll they'll make it ps5 worthy and then they'll strip back the assets so the resolutions of the textures won't be 4k they'll trim them down to like 1080 or whatever they'll oh they might they might have to, i can't see them having two teams working on it i think they'll just work from the top down they'll just scrape off like the field of vision they'll reduce that back the textures they'll reduce that back the frames they'll reduce that back and just make it playable that's essentially i think what they've done with the play with the nintendo switch with the likes of wolfenstein and doom and scaring all these games that were top tier like you play them on pc and you play them on your playstation or your xbox or whatever and these games are beautiful stunning the field of view is massive like you can see for miles but they'll just strip that back there I'm, fa I'm fairly certain that's what they did with the wii u and the nintendo switch versions of breath of the wild they just reduced all the textures and reduced the field of uh, field of vision like they just strip everything back so that it'll run without any, any hiccups and any hitches but they'll work from the top and they'll just trim it down uh, Tina says, "I'm not a developer, but surely it's the other way around. As a level can, can only be so big, it can go both ways. It can, it, it could be either way. You could develop a game for one and then see how you can extrapolate and build it for the other. Um, but gen, generally, with something like that, it would be a case of um, if you're porting it to lesser hardware. So, like Doom, for example, Doom was released on all of the major consoles and then came out on Switch afterwards, a lesser version. So, it's about how you can get that full experience mm -hmm. onto a." a lesser system so i would imagine for that it would probably be a case of um they understand that the 4k texture packs will take shitloads of processing power and storage space or whatever but they will know that okay we're building this for the for the last gen as well we can make it so that texture packs can just be added and and removed as like a module so it's like like turning on a light switch bling, everything just looks bigger and, and brighter and vibrant so the sizes of yeah. the levels um, it's probably not that area where it's going to strip back because if you look at a PS5 game versus a PS4 game things will look pretty similar but it's all in the intricacies so ray tracing will probably be removed well definitely removed because last con last gen consoles can't do that um, but ray tracing will probably be modular they'll just go okay well, let's remove ray tracing they can't have ray tracing um, God of War is a story-ish game so not something that needs um, instant scene changes so Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart I am stood in my bedroom. I jump through this portal and I'm in Bibby's bedroom mm -hmm. somewhere physically different. Um, yeah. And the PS5 can load that. The PS4 can't. Uh, whereas God of War doesn't really have that. So I think the type of game impacts on that. So I understand that is that is a genuine um, and logical fear, which is some people have that, okay, 
I am going to be hamstrung by the last gen. That's going to rubber band me. Yeah. I can't run off into next gen because I'm always held back by the past. And that's that's a that's a genuine fear, but the style of game massively impacts on that. Ratchet and Clank wouldn't happen, yeah. which is why it's not happening. Uh, God of War did happen, and exceptionally so on the last generation. So just adding next gen on top of that is probably not as difficult as it would be for something like... You think, okay, God of War game of the year super narrative visuals are incredible ratchet and clank cartoony space thing stuff yay whereas that one technically mm. is the more difficult game so it depends on the games and and, and how they built in that sort of sense <clears throat> calgan echo good afternoon how are you doing did i miss it well you missed hey. missed some of it but you're here now that's all that matters uh, you can watch it all back on YouTube anyway or on Twitch on demand uh, look at Formula 1 2021 it's been announced that both generations will have feature parity and I think that's that's it something like God of War Ragnarok I mean these features the story is the feature so as long as you've got the story then and you can just tone things down it's like playing on your PC you can play on ultra settings or you can play on low settings. It'll kind of be that theory um, yeah. because the generational gap between four and five isn't incredible. It's it's hardware components. So if you can do most of the story and stuff like that, that's fine. You can probably do that, that scaling back quite easily. It's just when things literally can't be done, like Ratchet of Clank. Two worlds simultaneously at the same time, not going to happen. What was the other game? Was it not, not the medium? Or maybe it was the medium. The one where it had... Maybe it wasn't. The one where it had like the sort of almost normal world, like Silent Hillish, and then there was like the underworld and both played yeah, at the same time. It was the medium. Oh, okay. So like that. Um I don't know if that was last gen or was that just next gen only? Because I mean if if it was last gen, that kind of isn't the point I'm trying to make. But things like that, having two worlds loading at once, you, you probably to make that work on a PS4 and then and then a PS5, that might change things potentially, which is why we might not see that kind of stuff happening. But GT7, which we've had Gran Turismo games on the PS4, God of War, we've had God God of War games on the PS4. It's just about taking that to the next level. Um, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Nice, yeah, cool. Um, these teams for these AAA games are massive, using God of War as an example. Santa Monica probably have two teams working the versions from a visual slash tech point of view. That said, if smaller teams, as Bib said, they will work top down and trim the fat, shall we say. Exactly. Uh, I fear... Uh... I feel that fear is tied to what happened with Watch Dogs. Would you to come out on PS3, 360, um, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and all pre-release stuff looked amazing. Then Ubisoft essentially made the older-gen consoles the priority graphically. I mean, it's it's it probably is. I mean, it's, there's, there's been a few different conversations around that. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of stuff in terms of the, the pre-release stuff. Is that finished gameplay? Because even though they may be playing that on a simulated ps4 um on a pc they're still not playing it in its true system and when you actually put it into it there could be issues that actually final gameplay we've had to strip it back because it was never going to be that much so yeah there's there's all sorts of um is was was that watchdogs one the one where they, where there was puddles and reflections or was that a spider-man one because mm. there's been all those sort of conversations and things but but yeah jet it's 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 a genuine fear but it's not something that that I think is something we kind of need to bear in mind for the major first-party titles. Worst case, just do not get God of War at launch and wait three months afterwards, and then Sony Santa Monica will probably deliver some mega patch because that's kind of what they've been doing anyway. Oh, big patch, new textures, super lighting, super loading, really light, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, it'll, 
it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Even the PS4 version is going to be exceptional. Uh, the PS5 will be exceptional, but better. Bet-sectional. Yeah, nice. I always expect delays, says Ads. This seems to be a trend now. Yeah, for sure. We are still on the arse end of a pandemic. I mean, are we on the arse end? We're still in a pandemic. We assume it's the arse end just because it's looking like we're at the end of it. it doesn't mean we're at the end of it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be the way. Not only that, we're switching generations, which is difficult enough. We have two generations to build for, which adds difficulty. So we're having to get used to a new generation whilst doing everything that you did for the previous generation and doing that in a new working environment. So, yeah, expect delays. Point is, they penalize the PS4, Xbox One, PC versions graphically. Um, but that's the thing, though. It, it has happened, and it also hasn't happened. So because it has happened, it, like I said, it's definitely a, a legitimate concern, but I wouldn't I wouldn't pin that. I mean, that's that's Ubisoft have made mistakes in that way. And we've seen it with, with Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk didn't prioritize the last gen, which is why it's so shit. So there's, there's mistakes like by putting everything into it nothing is perfect but um a game coming out, out across both generations uh, doesn't mean that it's destined for the for failure or that rubber banding will take place because there's been there's been um examples of games coming out across generation that that have no problem spider-man miles morales looks absolutely incredible on my ps5 and i'm sure if anyone's played it on the ps4 uh, it probably looks okay there too so yeah i don't feel like it's been ham hamstrung at all but then again you could say that's end of title anyway all sorts of variables um let's talk about other playstation games we'll keep the conversation going i'll just take the discussing down now while i jump into the next one though as this one is days gone developer ben studio says it's working on a new ip we can't wait to show you what we've been working on says the tagline matt wales at eurogamer has the story and it says ben studio perhaps best known as the developer behind 2019's post-apocalyptic bikes and zombies adventure days gone has revealed it's working on a new ip and they want you to buy it at fucking full price uh no no they didn't say that yeah. uh, days gone which initially launched on ps4 but making it before making its way to PC earlier this year, was the studio's first crack at a new IP since its acquisition by Sony in 2000. Prior to that game, the developer was largely known for adapting the likes of Uncharted and Resistance for Sony's handheld consoles, the PSP and Vita. Announcing its next project in a statement on Twitter, Ben wrote, We are beyond grateful for your support with Days Gone and are truly honoured by the amount of passion our community has shared with us uh, for us with us for our world and characters. Your enthusiasm motivates us to continue to improve and create experiences that will last a lifetime. Quote, from the Siphon Filter series to Resistance Retribution to Uncharted Golden Abyss and Days Gone, it continued. We are very excited to announce today that we are expanding the Ben Studio portfolio with a brand new IP. Ben's announcement follows a report from Bloomberg earlier this year claiming the studio had pitched a Days Gone sequel to Sony in 2019, one that was ultimately rejected due to the origins, uh, original's lengthy development and mixed critical reception. In response to that news, almost 80,000 fans signed a petition asking for Bibby to finish the game. Oh no, actually no. Asking Sony to reconsider his stance <laughs> on a sequel. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they can't just pull the plug on such an amazing game that ended with a cliffhanger as Bibi will never know it's organiser right? <laughs> uh, there's no clue as to what Ben might have in store for its next project just one of 25 games currently in development by PlayStation Studios according to studio head Herman Hulse but the developer concludes we hope you embark on this new journey with us and we can't wait to show you what we've been working on would you be interested in a new game from Ben Studios Bibi <laughs> Yes, Graham. Yes, I would. Um, it, this has all been creeping back up again because Lewis, who you may remember, has been on the channel various times playing a lot of games. 
definitely said this morning that his finished day is gone just to rub it in my face. Um, so yeah, that's something that I need to go back and play and well finish 48 hours later. I still not finished it, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen some fantastic games that have been named in the list. I felt a resistance uncharted. All of these games, what else are we going to get? What else are we got? I'd love to see a new cipher filter, but that's not going to happen, is it? Sawmill, fuck off, Asim. <laughs> I don't need this kind of negativity in my life. Asim says, no, it's a question. Sawmill? I mean, Bibby's seen a lot of it. Yeah, he's seen loads of it. <laughs> seen too much of it. Bastard. Uh... But yeah, absolutely. We'd hopefully we'll get... Well, I, I, I'm going to put my eyes to the ring and say it's going to be a it's going to be a great game anyway. But we'll obviously wait to see more. That's that's being far too positive, I think, for the internet to handle. But I'm excited to see what I mean. I'm excited to see what what any publisher or developer is going to be putting out in the next two years because with the with the new gen consoles, with the new graphics cards that are coming for PCs, we're in a place. The first two years of a console coming out, it's always hit and miss. It's never quite the power that you come to expect towards the later generations of the con- uh, the, sorry, the later, uh, the back end of a generation, shall we say. Um, so it's always that that little bit of a middle ground with the first two years of a console generation to see what comes out. But I mean, either way, games are games. You got to love them. You got to love them, especially the sawmill. As Asim says, the sawmill drove Bibby around the bend. Hey. Asman says, I'm not doing this show again. 48 hours later, aka two days gone. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. I've seen, just seen the ads have started it. Uh, you'll love it, mate. You'll love it. I just got, I just, my own ego would not turn the difficulty down when I was playing it on, uh, when I was playing it on hard. So my own ego wouldn't let me go down to medium to be able to finish the game. Um, so I will eventually go back to it when I've, to get past that stupid fucking sawmill. I literally, it must have been about 60 times that I tried that uh, and I still couldn't get past it. So oh, see, I will I'm, go back and probably turn down the difficulty. My difficulty ego is gone because I just don't have the time to play games anyway because all my time's on PUBG. So by the, when I do finally play a game, I'm a medium gamer these days anyway. So that, that's kind of it. Spider-Man <laughs> medium because I don't, I, I don't want it to be when I'm in a fight, I could stand in the middle of the road and just go, not, not that you shoot guns in Spider-Man, but that, pew. Just taking all the time, headshot, turns around, headshot. I don't want it so the, the the baddies are just kind of like useless, but I don't want it to where where I might have to do each segment two or three times kind of thing because I want to get through it. I want to be yeah. speedy enough to get through it, but challenged enough. But yeah, I don't have the time these days. So just medium. Medium is fine. Medium is good. So, that, so that's Well, I started me. playing them on hard. Because there was a lot of games. I don't even know if games still do it anymore. But when you complete a game on hard, you unlocked all the achievements for doing it on easy and normal as well. So like you get like trophies. three sets of achievements. Yeah. So you get like three sets of trophies or achievements for the price of one. That's why I started playing games on hard and have to go back and do it again. But like Resident Evil, I'll start that on normal because it's fucking well hard to start on anything else. Asim knows. Um, <laughs> he started on hardcore and got fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, like you start on hard and you used to open up all of the achievements that you'd get, all the trophies from the previous difficulties. So it was, it was, it was class. Yeah, that that kind of. Yeah. I always considered that to be like lazy achievement slash trophy. Oh, finish it on medium, finish it on on hard, finish it on super hard. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, do you know what? I'll do it on one, and and you and you like it. <laughs> That's all you're getting. 
Ads says Horizon has no release date. It doesn't, uh, but but that release date that hasn't been announced will be delayed probably at some point-ish, maybe. I don't know. Um, too bad I missed that Battlefield COD thing, says Lake, who also said uh, Hello Part 3, wherever it was. Uh, is it a bit further up? I've lost it. I can't find it. But but anyway, welcome in. Um, the Battlefield COD thing was that Battlefield's studio directors have poached the general manager who's been working on COD. Um, so the guy who's kind of overseen mm-hmm. the Warzone stuff and COD Mobile success, they've poached him uh, to lead up the Battlefield stuff. So that's what it was. It, was, it wasn't it was on the field, but it was overseeing the field. Mm-hmm. So potentially a good move for the future of Battlefield. Probably not going to impact too much on what we have for Battlefield 6 or whatever it's going to be. Has it been confirmed it's even Battlefield 6? Whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably not going to impact on that too much now, but could impact on the long-term strategy, which, which is which is where Battlefield needs to work. Battlefield is incredible when you're in the game, usually. Um, not not flawless, not perfect all the time, does have mistakes, but the gameplay is usually great. It's just a longer-term strategy. It's like, yeah, the game's great, now what? Oh, fuck, We'd, we would focus on making the game great. We didn't think about what we do afterwards. Okay, let's make up the next one. Boom, yeah, the game's great. Game's great? Nice, game's great. Now what? Yeah. And it's that sort of stuff. And hopefully someone like him coming in could, could paper those cracks in the middle. Um I've got Ted off lads. Great stream. Take it easy. Chat later, says Gary Clark. Thank you very much, Mr. Mr. GC. Exclamation mark Gallic Clark in the chat. Thank you very much for the nine month of Twitch baby. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. What a guy. Ad says UE5 looks amazing, by the way. In what context? Because we knew UE5 looked amazing a year ago, mate. Keep up, mate. But what makes you say that now? What makes you say that now? Have you tried the demo? What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, but uh, do you know what? On that bottom show, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you, everyone, for sticking around. We are done with the news today. Let me give you a quick recap of the story as soon as we just started it for Lake there. EA hired Call of Duty's general manager to lead the Battlefield franchise. Byron Bede, who spent over a decade at Activision Blizzard working on Call of Duty and spent some time at Marvel working on their titles before that. We don't know what. It could have been T. Coffer. We don't know. But anyway, uh, he has been poached by EA and has moved to that company. Nintendo has confirmed that they will be at E3 2021 on Tuesday, June the 15th. So Ads is here now. We can mention that all of the Zeldas, although, yeah. although they haven't confirmed that, that's that's what we kind of expected. Um PlayStation have confirmed something, but not necessarily the kind of confirmation you want, but the one you totally understand. God of War Ragnarok has been delayed. So it was due to come out at some point this year. It's now not coming out until next year. Same with Gran Turismo 7. That was confirmed already a few months back. That that's been delayed. God of War Ragnarok has had the same phase. So it is coming not until next year, but it will also be coming out on the PS4 as well as the PS5. So if you've still not got a PS5 by then, don't worry, you can still play games. Uh, and then finally, from uh, the, the Sony camp, Days Gone developer Ben Studio is working on a new IP. We don't know what it is, but it's a brand new IP. So we'll hopefully get some more news. Could we see that? Um in the summer at one of the state of players. We're not going to see it at E3 because Sony aren't there, but in Sony's next state of play, are they going to go big with new titles from Days Gone? Will we get some more information on Ragnarok? Potentially. 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 Uh Switch Pro says ads. Well, that's basically the gist mm-hmm. of what the article was kind of getting at. Um but the rumor was that we'll see the Switch Pro before E3, so we can see games from some of the developers working on it. But their announcement comes on Tuesday, June the 15th, which is 
after everything will have been announced at E3. So so that's where the conversation topic went there. Definitely worth worth going back and watching. Nice plug for the uh, for the VOD or on the YouTube a bit later on today. Oh, wink, wink, fellas. Nice, nice, nice. Anyway, we are going to disappear. Um, maybe jumping on with some games this afternoon. I do have a bunch of stuff, though, so maybe not. Um, but do you know what? The only way you can find out, really, or the best way to find out, is to follow the channel. If you are new here and you haven't followed already, do what Jude Cuss did an hour ago and hit that follow button. That way you do get notified when we go live um i could be jumping on with some games i'm not 100 sure but we will let you know before all of that mr b bay mm-hmm. is there anything mm-hmm. you want to add yes Thank you very much for watching today, ladies and gentlemen. We very much appreciate it. But if you want to help shape our show, there is two ways that you can do that. First of all, find us on social media at Ice Cream Uploads across all major social media platforms. Uh, if you, uh, yeah, if you, if, uh, you know what put me off? Tito's just put them in the chat. And I was, that's what I was about to move to. So if you are watching this for the first time, and you're in our chat, please use those. If you are watching this on the video on demand, go into the description below. All the links that you will require are there for you. But if you want to get into our Discord, there is also an area there for you called the Scoop. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show and our final show of the week, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? Well, just like today, it's going to be at 10 a.m. Ish. Big-ish today, quite past 12. Close to 10-ish, ish, ish. Uh, 10 a.m.-ish tomorrow. Uh, Tito says, what about the PUBG patch? Um, I think the PUBG patch, is it not only PC? Or is it the console one? I thought it was yet? only PC. Um, so I thought it was only the PC patch. Um, or maybe you meant, uh, changing scenes, this on my back. That's the PUBG patch. Hey! Yeah. Sorry, I've got it, it's just there. Found it. Found it. Nice one. Nice one. Um, but yeah, I believe it's just PC. Um, I w- I'm going to go check though. So if I do go live, maybe I'll jump on some PUBG. Uh, but if you follow the channel, you will know when we go live. For now though, just because I'm not sure, we will drop a raid on someone else. So make sure you stick around for the raid. It helps out another channel, which which is the best thing you can do on Twitch. But also you get yourself some channel points in the process. So you can make me sit up straight. Or you can buy yourself a free sub if you stick around long enough. Or all the other things in between. So make sure you stick around for a raid. Get your channel points. Help someone out. And we all do good things together nice uh if not we'll see you at 10 a.m uh tomorrow if there's no streaming this afternoon until then have yourselves a fantastic evening and stay frosty and stay frosty